0: hey folks just as a note as we start this episode fucking a podcast has had its first technical snafu courtesy of dan not properly setting up his microphone so for this episode dan's audio is going to be a little wacky and matt's is still going to be good so thank you for your patience hope you still enjoy
1: leagues the adult jobs the real serious ones where you're like oh i actually care about this one the other ones where you're like yeah it's whatever you care but you don't really okay but
0: that that isn't the reality here that i have to be i have to work hard for while until i figure out the level of effort i actually need to put in to do enough to keep you going yes through my days. yes right? that's so like you yeah. have to try and pay attention and ask a lot of questions be eager for a while until you start to be like okay this I is got the a way peel.
2: this I is the way <laughs>
1: Right now, bro. I'm wearing I'm wearing like old navy fucking pants that are like nice and comfortable. See so you know what I'm saying? So they they just fit real good. But okay. when it comes to the tops, I got a Kyrie shirt on. Nice Kyrie you know, Nike dry fit. And then this Nike yoga sweater, dog. I'm most woke, mother. And I'm wearing a toque inside the house. Wow. Look at world.
0: You got these like uh, modern hipster glasses that you and I
1: got, you know? Are, is that what these are considered? The square? This like, yeah, I guess so. No, you still got the square ones, don't you?
0: Yeah, I do. I, I went. I decided to go slightly bigger. I went. I went more in like a Nick Nurse direction when I got these.
1: Okay, I'm thinking you know? of going uh, full Harry Potter round with uh, with like.
2: Gotta get our own particular sound, you know, like um, the freakish blues. This, you know, this array, like almost always with a little more feeling that was really that. We
1: had Mexican food tonight, so we had margaritas with it, Did the uh, non-alcoholic version. Kind of oh, cute. cute. Oh, little wine glasses, little date night thing. Sure. Adorable. See, that's a better thing to lead into a show with, by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and on that any idea. On that
0: note, it's 10 11 p.m. on January 24th, 2021. This is episode 18 of the fucking A podcast. My name is Dan. The other guy who and my is My name is Matt either. His name is Matt. Hi,
1: Matt. Hi, Dan. How dear. are you? Oh. I'm fantastic. I'm a lot better than I was. I guess. Mr. Uh, fantastic? Um, what the hell is that line, Mr. Fantastic? Long flow like elastic. I can't remember what the hell it is. God damn it. It's been too long.
0: Sad. Again, Sad. I set you up there. I set you up there thinking I can prey on your knowledge of hip-hop. But flub
1: the dunk. I flub the dunk. Damn.
0: damn. Well, you know, uh, this is the 18th episode of the show. Uh, I want to thank everybody who listens for listening. We're still trying to figure out if we actually have listeners in India. We still are not. It was still unconfirmed
1: is the problem. Send your emails, please. Yeah. Get them in.
0: Yeah. If you don't know what the show is, if you clicked on it by accident and you're confused what this is, this is it. Matt and I have been friends for a very long time. And we just have a conversation every week. And it's just a continuation of that from now until one of us quits in a rage. After you know creative differences, so after we
1: have a large listening in India, and no other places in the world, and we can't figure it out. Right
0: after all our listeners in India flock to me as their favorite host, and Matt gets jealous, and then like goes off and starts his own solo campaign. So uh, (laughs) you know, until then, until then, that's all the show is. It's just it's just us working out the world and all the things around us and all that stuff. So you know, yeah. It's always a
1: it's always a shame when like the Lance Bass of the group thinks they're the JT, but they're really not. Right. You know what I mean? And they want right. to they want to go rogue. They don't realize their own uh their own limitations if you will.
0: Right. Right. It's just, you know, <sighs> you got to know your you role. You be able
1: to self-reflect, bro. Exactly. You got to know your role.
0: Play your part. But we are looking we we do still want to know if if there are actual listeners in India. So you have to email the podcast. You can you can get in touch with us. Uh, that's that's at gmail.com. Send us an email. If you're from India, Seriously, just tell us your name and where you're listening from. That's all. That's all we're asking for, and and we're we're looking to confirm if these are real people listening. Or Shout if out being Mumbai. Abusive. Yeah, you're looking at your map again, aren't you?
1: Shout out Kolkata. <laughs> Shout out Delhi.
0: <laughs> you're the show's resident geographer. We just like.
1: Hey man, I actually learned up, stuff from from having it. It makes me look a little more uh, distinguished when you come in the home. Right. You're like, oh right. guy. I like that That's you put your
0: you put your books and your map right through the front door. So when people walk in, they're like, whoa, he's smart.
1: I mislead just,
0: them. There's a it's a smoke <laughs> grenade right when they walk in. Like, I'm <laughs> <bound>. <laughs> I've got a oh, head gosh. start intellectually, so I got a little leeway to work with.
1: Diagnose <laughs> me, doctor. Go in uh uh, all right i have
0: i have a a feedback from for the show
1: oh really
0: i do um my uh my family makes up a majority of our listeners so um apparently my sister's a fan my sister katie is also a fan of the show in addition to my brother Um, shout out um, katie shout out katie shout out david on the other she's on the other side of the world in australia which is a much better place to be right now than where we are so <laughs> yes. um i was speaking to my mom and she was telling me how much my sister liked it and then i asked my mom I'm like have you listened to it and she was like no and she said she said <laughs> she said, it's too much swearing for me You have to understand my mom can swear my mom swears <laughs> My mom really can swear. Like my mom, uh, I say whenever I'm, or like if I stub my toe or if I, like, I'm mad at somebody, I'll say, I'll call them fucking motherfuckers. And I'm like, that's because I used to hear my mom say that. My mom would get mad driving and she'd be like, this fucking motherfucker. I'm like, it's a good one.
1: And she uh, so passed no, it off. Doesn't fall far from the tree.
0: No, so, so I, I, I'm going to try to be more conscientious of my swearing as <laughs> I did right there.
1: Okay, well, she's not my mother, so I'm not going to be shit. <laughs> my mom doesn't listen. My mom doesn't support me. Okay. She, she uh,
0: <laughs> my mom always knew you were the trouble. You were the, the trouble kid that I got involved with, of course.
1: Uh, was I? No, oh, of course. No, not at all. <laughs>
0: she's probably glad I had a friend. <laughs>
1: oh, good. He's normal. <laughs>
0: Oh, parents definitely have to go through that right like yo
1: i actually had a friend like that growing up now that i think about it i was actually thinking about this earlier too i would hang out with him all the time and he was kind of like one of like the quiet kids in class i got along with like everybody you know and we got along pretty well and i remember we would hang out all the time and his parents were just so thrilled that i was over because it was like nobody else obviously hung out with their kid so they would be like super great hosts to be like oh good he has a friend like excellent i'm not gonna name drop on here but uh Wow, he's a normal, well-adjusted adult now. But when he was the kid, he was pretty, uh, pretty growing um, up. Sucks. Anti-social. Ass. Yeah, that's it's what like, I mean. Kids don't know what the fuck is up, man. Kids are just gonna do what they want to do, and they don't realize ramifications of actions of being like, I don't really feel like being social today. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you just lost out on the group shit, or you know, whatever it is, right? You don't realize how yeah. it well it's happening.
0: Like everything that happens to you before you're like 22 is just like insanity and like complete bullshit, like. Even like in college, like, dude, even when we were in college, looking back now, I'm like, Those, we were just basically slightly older high school kids.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> dude, it was it was a slightly older high school kid with the complete disconnect of any sort of parental figure around right. at all in any way, shape, or form.
2: Right.
1: So, Like, in high school, I mean, I still did what I did and would go out on the weekends and tell my mom I was, like, crashing at my buddy's house and still do yeah. dumb high school shit, which yeah. every kid did, you know? But when it got to college, it was like, there's no phone call to the parent or anything, so it's like... Right. I'm just going to do shrooms with my roommate and go walk in a blizzard. And, and then
0: nobody's like calling me at like two in the morning, being like, where the hell are you? Like, you just free. Oh, maybe
1: they're not calling you, buddy. Uh, uh, it's true. It's
2: true.
1: Uh, me neither. I feel like I'm, I'm, giving my, <laughs> I'm giving my
0: mother a bad rap off the bat for no reason. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, mom. I'm just, fucking her. I'm just genuinely fucking her. sorry. But
1: no, that's, that's, pre- you pretty much nailed it though. Like, I mean, you get to college, it's just kind of, you just fucking get ridiculous for a little while, yeah. and then
0: you're like encouraged to do so. You know, yeah.
1: you need it. You need the break. I think it's, it's a it's a good life experience, dude. To just go off the rails and throw a jar of salsa at a wall every once in a while.
0: I want you to know, by the way, I still have that video. I still That's have so it.
1: incriminating. Don't I still have it. I can you never can't. run for public office.
0: Why? Because you smashed it. Jar of salsa <laughs> on a wall? I guess, on?
1: I guess, yeah, I'm just joking. I guess we could tell that story, yeah. So <laughs> we were in college uh, and we had our lounge room that eventually was taken away from us um, for other destructive reasons. Right. But anyway, we, did, we were all hanging we out there. That
0: story. there.
1: We, we did. Know. We did. So we were hanging out in there one night watching, I think it was UFC or World Junior Hockey. I think it was UFC though. Something like but that, anyway, so. uh, somebody had a jar of salsa and they were on the other side of the room and we were kind of like wagering if they could throw it into this garbage can across the room i was like yo i no, bet the you pers- like it's okay a smash. the
0: person who you asked was like the smallest girl in our entire area of this dorm you were like oh, you true. can throw this across the room like pure girl throw like she totally like had totally stereotypical like she had no like mechanical form on this thing but she just launched that shit from like i think it was probably like like 12 15 feet maybe like was um, a about
1: 15 to 20 dude it was on the other side of the room like yeah, she really like room, that
0: thing and she fucking nailed it
1: so she threw it in this garbage can. but we're we were all expecting this giant explosion of salsa and fuck-up. so in in the chaos of everyone losing their minds and becoming then she barbarians, hit the bucket yeah like she, she hit, hit the bu- bucket and i ran up and grabbed it out of the bucket and showed it to everyone and then subsequently smashed it against the wall and exploded salsa everywhere because i was a all, dumb young stupid fucking kid And, then we and then all we were for scattered lives. like ants absolutely yeah. <laughs> oh see it's shit like this that i look back on and i the hate the listeners myself.
0: of the show should know that i have that video of that exact thing <laughs> happening uh and the and the cinematography is pretty good i gotta
1: it tell is. you it is it's in the garbage can to the sauce this is
0: like circa like 2009 cameras and i had a bad phone even for that time so we're talking like we're talking like for 15 old cameras you, you can see it it's it's pretty solid work I do say so myself. I'm still waiting on my my uh, Academy Award for that.
1: I'll give, I'll give you an A plus for that one. Thank you, thank that you. Uh, I give myself an F minus for my actions. After working as a janitor in a public space and stuff, That's now true. I genuinely feel so bad for the. Can guy you I imagine that?
0: Can you imagine somebody smashing it and being like, "Yeah!" and running, and now it's you who has to come and like, yes.
1: Yes, I can because I've done similar. Like I've had to clean shit up like that as a public janitor. We should have
0: been like we should have been leaving like uh, weed for the janitor in this closet. Like thanks, man.
1: We didn't need to leave it because he would take the the extra stuff that was on the counters. <laughs> 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 that was it was the trade off. He'd be like, "I'll say shit, but I'm taking this." That's true. That's true. That's actually very true. But we did also, uh,
0: you know, occasionally steal when he left the.
1: Yeah, open all
0: we were spray. a mixed bag Is what we were We're complicated Complicated people
1: really. Oh dude The day that Taylor and I We took the fucking The freeze spray That like It's for like oh, It's for right. getting gum off tables So it's this It's this aerosol spray yeah. That freezes stuff So you're supposed to like Spray it on gum And then you can ship it off So right. we got some of that But it's also flammable <laughs> um, so, we, <laughs> so we were freezing like stuff we had in our fridge like taylor had some like mushrooms like real mushrooms not like magic mushrooms and we froze them and then lit them A on waste. fire and dude it was like the biggest fucking flame ball ever i'm so i can't believe we didn't burn our eyebrows off and we did I it in the showers
0: you were in like, the you were in the bathroom and i walked in and I was, yeah you guys were spraying <laughs> weights i remember thinking this doesn't seem like it's gonna go well because i was in the doorway of the room and you guys lit it and the whole room just went <laughs> And I like fell back out of the door I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, always in that when you're, when you're in your first year of college, and you're living in a dorm, anything that happens, you just flee.
1: Absolutely. Like, we just go we be have,
0: somewhere else than wherever that just happened. Wasn't me. We were really good kids. We were great. We've grown up so much since clearly, you know, Yeah. look at us now.
1: I'm a responsible adult. Now
0: a couple of accomplished, responsible adults. We dress like cast.
1: who dress like ninety or what is it like thirteen hundred samurais is that we said to me? Yeah,
0: that's what Matt's wearing right now. He's wearing like something that's like a turtleneck. If you weren't turtleneck without the strangler grip, is kind of what I would describe this shirt.
1: It's like a it's like a like a half retracted foreskin around my neck. Right, it's exactly. <laughs> what it is. I'm just
2: I'm just I'm just poking out.
0: You, you are in fact tonight a complete dickhead, and you look like one indeed.
1: So. Oh, I love the sweater. Well done, it's so sir. comfy.
0: All right, I have a I have a product endorsement. Oh, hit me with it. Just a small one, though. Okay, this is this is scratch. You know, this sort of caught my eye while I was just you know surfing around the internet here. Now, obviously, it's tough to get into shape during quarantine lockdown. We're all struggling with the you know being stuck inside, not moving and all that. So, we're going to need all the tools and the tricks we can get. So, let me introduce to you the Benvo weighted ropeless jump rope. Follow? Okay. Selling for I'm, $17 I, on Amazon. 17 bucks. so you're not out that much when you realize this is such a stupid fucking idea after you buy it. Let me tell you what it is. Okay? It is two jump rope looking handles with small strings and then little balls attached to the end of the string. So it's like a jump rope, but with three inches of rope on each handle and they don't connect. So you're still holding something and you're still whipping it around in the air in a circular motion. There's just no actual rope you're jumping over.
1: At what point do you need those handles anymore? Then why don't you just jump and pretend there's a fucking rope? But I guess you need that haptic feedback, right? Of like, does it play little sounds? Or is there like little speakers in it? Like, tch, 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 tch. I,
0: I cannot imagine this feels anything like natural.
1: Like, no, when all of like... a sudden you realize you're not,
0: there's no way to fuck up. You're just going to start hopping around and looking like an idiot. Aren't you?
1: Yeah, it doesn't hit your hand. I feel it, like I think you would need some sort of haptic feedback on those controls, but I'm just thinking about it like that, that shit wouldn't fly with me, dog. I, I don't know about that. Okay. What, I,
0: I have a new product idea. Okay. It's going to sell for $17 on Amazon, and it's going to be <laughs> two bike pedals <laughs> that you strap on your shoes, and then you can sit anywhere. Okay. You can sit on your couch and you can bike. <laughs> just cycle genius legs just move them in a circle you know feels like biking but you're not really biking
1: every task you can do every every fun activity will just have like the handle version of be like pretend like you're doing it here's here's this is ping pong paddles
0: this is vr without anything entertaining to go along with it basically this
1: is this is so 1948 man this is like like way too old technology
0: get a nintendo wii and play fruit ninja and you'll have a way better time and have the exact same style of workout, basically. It's
1: so a fake jump rope. Man, that's...
0: we do. It's that. a jump rope <sighs> without a rope. There's no rope.
1: Safely, Let me guess they advertise it like, safely use it in your condo. You know, yes, great in tight course, spaces. Yeah. For people who oh, don't absolutely. have a space. Absolutely. Like,
0: <laughs> maybe if you live in a tight space, jump rope's just not on the list. You know what I mean? Do some burpees. Yeah. Jumping jacks.
1: Do some jump and jacks. Turn okay. sideways and jumping jack. Just yeah. uh, 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 yeah. don't hit the walls. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. And do a five-star frog splash on your couch and smash it. Boom. It's gonna flex. You know, you gotta that's Let's actually, roll, That's actually this podcast's
0: up. first officially endorsed exercise plan, this is what that is. You know what I mean. Jumping so,
1: jacks and then five-star frog splash? Right. Right yeah. on your couch. I'm, we encourage you to break your furniture. I'm with it.
0: All right. All right. So yeah, we put the we put the seal of approval on the uh, ropeless jump rope, which I I mean, the audacity they have to actually just call it that, you know.
1: Genius the genius in marketing these days, man. Yeah. You just sell someone like half a product you, and then you tell them why it's
2: better. Yeah.
0: Why do I feel like somewhere there's a guy in a boardroom who's like, you know how much money we could save if we weren't paying for the whole rope and we only pay for like a tiny bit of the rope, but <laughs> we save 30 cents a jump rope if there's no rope. All right. So, what we need to sell people is a is a ropeless jump rope.
1: That's genius. It's foolproof. Right. You sell less product, you make more money. You just inflate the cost.
0: Is it foolproof?
1: It, it is feels foolproof.
0: Like it, feels like it's made for fools exclusively.
1: You know how it's fool. You know I tell you it's foolproof because it got through the investors. so Whoever came up with that fucking right. idea convinced whoever he needed to, and he already made his money. He's good. He's laughing. No, you're actually <laughs> He's right. Laughing.
0: It's, it's foolproof because you can't trip over it. Technically, I guess. Right
1: oh for fuck's sakes
0: dumb people can't actually it is literally foolproof because you could be like i can't triple you can't you can't break something and get a lawsuit i'll
1: tell you something right now there's somebody who's going to use that and fall down i guarantee you i fucking guarantee you there's a person who will use they're that they're gonna have before.
0: like the nintendo wii thing where people are like you're, you're whipping your hands around and one of them flies out and smashes your TV smash the tv yeah. i've
1: seen way too many people like too many videos of that shit
0: yeah you're a you're a youtube shaman
1: I love that shit. I just love watching people fuck up. I'm such a, <laughs> I it's, I'm such a pathetic excuse for a 30 year old adult. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I think of what I could be spending my time doing and what I actually do with my time. And it's like, uh, it's revolting.
0: Man, that is amazing. <laughs> Jesus.
1: And such as my curse.
0: Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, all right. What'd you bring to the, uh, to the presentation. What did you bring for the all class right,
1: today? I'm gonna give you an option. Do you want uh, heartwarming or just uh, interesting?
0: Uh, give me heartwarming, because I think we're all desperate.
1: All right, cool. So, <laughs> so this owner took his dog to the vet. This okay. dog was having a limp, and he was wondering, he was concerned for his little buddy. He wanted to figure out why. You know, spent around 300 bucks, got some X-rays done, found out everything was actually completely fine. The kicker. The owner himself actually had a broken leg and he was currently cast. The dog's limping actually happened just a little bit after he was cast. So what they found and surmised was that the dog didn't have a limp. It was actually just imitating his owner because he was feeling a little bit of sympathy for him. So this dog (laughs) straight up was just like, you got a limp, bro? I got a limp. I got you. And the dog's completely fucking fine.
0: I mean, does the dog like hate this guy and he's just mocking him? Like, look no, at you, asshole. I don't know. You, I, <laughs> I don't
1: <Can't> know. <laughs> it's a lab, dude, and labs are smart, but they're like compassionate little fuckers. So that de- that thing is literally like, is this how we walk now, fam? All right, I walk this way too. I got you. That's what you need in a dog. That's what you need in a in, a, in an animal, bro.
0: That is very heartwarming.
1: Wow. Can
0: you imagine a nice taking the dog, though? Like, he's just being a dick. Like, is he serious? No, he's just, he's, he's looking out for you, sure, but he's also kind of making fun of you at the same time, so...
1: You know. I, I've had similar happen, uh, rushed my dog to the vet one time. Cause she was like shivering and like doing weird ass shit, like laying on the floor and like acting yeah. really erratic and it had lasted for an extended period. So I called into work and I took her into the vet. Right. I'm all freaked out. My girl's all freaked out. We're waiting. It's also at the start of COVID. So like, I'm not allowed in, right. so we got to wait and we're all stressed out. Well, doesn't the dog come out with the vet after or they find out that everything's fine because she probably just ate something bad, like a small chunk, like one maybe piece of onion that fell on the floor and fell on yeah. something, something stupid like that. Comes out dancing, like completely fucking fine, full of energy. I'm like, okay, I just had to rush you in here and spend like a couple hundred bucks because I had to take some fucking like x-ray shit. Like, uh, it's just... Fucking animals, dude! Fucking the bastard. But I was so happy. I was so happy that she was okay. You're a real so lover like of the creatures, aren't you? It's this weird mixed emotion. No, because you just want your dog to be okay. But then when you find out that they're like completely 100 fine, you're like, God damn it! I gotta okay, I'll tell you what. Bastard. I have
0: a. I have a. I have a dog story as well. Follow up. Uh, we'll keep it on a theme here. So, this comes from Nova Scotia. Okay, so a realtor in Nova Scotia has had her license suspended for about a month. For the following incident, apparently, she was selling a home that had a tenant living in it, okay? And obviously, during showings and all that, the guy had to get out and all this stuff. So, the real estate agent realized that she kind of liked the tenant's dog, which was a Bichon Frise. So, Oh, those are nice dogs. So, she liked the dog. And anyway, so once the house was sold and the tenant had to leave, she offered to take the dog for a night, okay? So, the guy could find a place to live and spend some time searching around so she paid him to take the dog right she was like i'll take the dog off you for a night it's a nice dog and i'll pay you to do it paid him 200 bucks Guy never saw the dog again so apparently she resold the dog afterwards never gave the dog back to this guy and when the guy hit her up and was like where's my fucking dog she was like Threaten apparently threatening him with all sorts of stuff of like things she had found when she was showing the house of his like trying to use it against them like i don't know what that means the article didn't say but she was like threatening him like with stuff that she could only know from accessing where he was living to show the house like right. i don't again i don't know if it's like you know i'll tell everybody about the 12 inch you know tentacle dildo i found in your closet or something like i don't know <laughs> i don't know he never sees the dog again so he calls the cops Right. Got a law enforcement involved. Seems like a no brainer.
1: Absolutely. Deal my fucking dog. I'm Basically kill you. threatened yeah. me
0: to, to ask for it back. So go to the police. Police tell him this. They say that because money changed hands she sent money to the man and he sent his dog in return. It was technically a transaction and not theft. So something had already taken place and they couldn't do anything. Which is like, of fucking course, the police are useless in a matter like this because the police are always useless in simple, easy to solve situations like this. They always go, "I can't do anything." So, guy doesn't get the dog back. This was in June, so now he doesn't even want the dog back because the dog has been with whoever they were whoever was rehoused with for like nine months. And so the guy was like, I don't want to fucking stress this thing out, which to me means that that was the true owner of the dog right there, man. The one who cared so much. He was like,
1: he don't want to stress his dog out anymore.
0: That's right. The dog should go back to this guy. It's a wild story, man. Dude, I'd kill a
1: motherfucker. motherfucker. You (laughs) stole my dog. You stole my dog. I would fucking <laughs> throttle you. Okay, if you're a woman, I would get my girlfriend to throttle you. You stole John our dog.
0: Wick, isn't it? Isn't this John Wick? I haven't seen
1: John Wick yet, but isn't this okay? Uh, spoiler alert for anybody dog, who hasn't right? seen John Wick. Yes, his dog gets killed in the okay, start of the first. Spoiler. Movie.
0: That's that's the premise of the whole trilogy. Well, still, movies. if so, I
1: don't. <laughs> no man. Some people don't want to know shit. Remember when we went into inter- Interstellar and didn't know shit at all, and it if made you it You had to
0: describe. John Wick to somebody, you'd be like, "It's a guy who gets revenge because someone kills his dog." That's like the plot of the movie.
1: <laughs> I would yeah. say, John, it's just a guy that does some badass shit. You should watch it. That's, Check it out. Best that action was, movie. If that I've was ever somebody's seen.
0: movie recommendation to me, if I asked them like, "What do you think of that?" And they were like, "It's badass shit." Check it out. I'd be like, "That was the worst."
1: That doesn't okay. help me at all. <laughs> all right, okay. This, let me let me convince you to watch it. Okay. okay. Try it all, again. Keanu Reeves is actually decent in it uh because he doesn't talk a lot so it's just him doing badass shit which he's really good at doing like military combat style shit it's extremely realistic like he has if he has nine bullets in his clip he fires nine and you see him actively reloading and having to operate with it everything is hyper realistic like that so it's completely like it's it's incredible in regards to that for the accuracy to detail um obviously he's superhuman like his aim is amazing you know what i'm saying but like uh he kills people in like a multitude of different ways. There's incredible camera shots the whole time. Um, wicked badass cars. Uh, Russian mobsters that get fucked up um, and also like are scared of Keanu Reeves and treat him and call him like the boogeyman. It's incredible, dude. You have so, to watch it. And there's three of them.
0: I'm impressed at how how more robust an answer that was. So-
1: yeah, see, there we go. That was badass shit,
0: bro. It's sick. Check it out. Can you, can you shorten that up for me? Badass shit, bro. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. I won't
1: check it out. I'll put it down on my list and then forget about I will, it, yeah, I it. I will.
0: Yeah, I will. And on my deathbed, I'll be like, I never watched John Wick.
1: <laughs> okay. You oh! want, here's the best way I can describe it. Okay. Haley, my girl hates Keanu Reeves. Cannot okay. stand the motherfucker. I made her watch John Wick 1 and John Wick 2 and when the third one came out, she asked me to go see it in theaters.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay
1: so you know third what i'm saying part, like
0: third party second layered endorsement here
1: Tell badass you. action movies dude and they're all on i think they're all on crave or amazon prime one of two but they're all on there go watch them anybody who's listening to this and you haven't seen them and you like action check it out all right since Bad we're action. since
0: we're again turning into a film podcast here but uh, i'll share something that i watched just quick because i watched it last night and I actually oh yeah that's it. right so the documentary called class action park all right it's like an hour and a half it's it's hilarious it's it's about a theme park that was built in new jersey in the 80s I guess by this like dude who had been busted on Wall Street, like doing all sorts of financial crimes, and the like go-go okay. shark '80s of Wall Street sort of thing, like Wolf of Wall Street sort of years. This guy was like, "I'm gonna build a theme park." And he built a theme park where there was like no rules. It's a real place. It was open for like a decade, right? Like literally the most dangerous rides you could possibly imagine. Gosh. was a water park, <laughs> is- right? But the whole it became like huge because people were like, "Yo, you go here, you can go insanely fast, doing crazy, dangerous shit." It's awesome. So everybody started going. And it's about, like, how it was the freest place on Earth. And also, like, six people died over the course of the time that it was there. And, like, a like thousand people got seriously injured on the ride. Of course. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, it's about, like, how long it lasted. It, it's, it's actually super, It's so interesting that a place like this existed in the documentary is actually, like, pretty funny. Like, people retelling their stories of what it was like to go to this thing and, like, the kind of shit that would happen when this guy was, like, making the rides and stuff. Watch that. It's called Class
2: Action
0: Park. Okay. It's, All it's right. on it's on Crave i V. So I'll give you, I'll give you one then. or Showtime. I can't remember, but that's I uh, watched uh on Hallie. Netflix
1: here. I watched uh I think it's it's I might be like off a word or two, but it's called like my teacher the octopus. It's oh, about a dude Okay. Yeah, it's about Fire's a dude that like he's uh he's basically a, a like a free diver. So he dives without a, an oxygen tank and um he goes down And he goes to the same spot every single day. He's looking for this octopus and he finally finds one. And he like continuously returns every single day and films it and like basically befriends it. And tries to like learn about it and shit so okay. it's all about like what he learns from like hanging out with this octopus when it like finally accepts him and how like smart octopus are it's it's Damn. it's honestly bomb it's it's really fucking cool it sounds like whatever but like it was it was really 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 fucking there's cool. fun octopuses are badass man.
2: there's a
0: lot
1: of good it's too many man and it's, it's i mean i shouldn't say bomb. it in a bad way but yeah i can't watch them all like i'll put no. them on a list or something and I forget about them you know what i mean and then there's three or four more i need to watch that i don't end up getting around to so,
0: yeah you'll never get through all that's like the that's that's like everything it's like movies and books and all this shit i got all these books on a bookshelf here and i'm like i'll probably never read like half of them
1: facts i'm getting more into audiobooks again too while i'm at work
0: and shit i I think i need to play in the background or like start to get some on my phone so i can like less time scrolling and more time like actually reading maybe a book Uh,
1: like actually reading something yeah like adapt
0: my cell phone addiction into something else Oh, there was something else I watched that I was going to mention. I watched uh, The Social Dilemma, that Netflix documentary about, the, about social media and shit the other day. It was the one everybody oh, talking okay, about yeah, last yeah. year. I didn't watch it for a long time because I was like, I know it's going to be in it and all that. I'm like, it's going to stress me out when I watch it. Yeah, so for sure. So I did, and it stressed me the fuck out. And I, like, I'm like, i not using my own Instagram account anymore. I like, took my Instagram off my phone because I was like, okay, I got to get rid of something. It wasn't the, like, monitoring stuff that freaked me out. It was the, like, addiction stuff that really, like, fucked with my head where it was like, oh, they programmed these apps to, like, make you want to come back and, like, prey on your vulnerabilities. And, like,
1: oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. you
0: addicted. And I was like, ew. And I just like, immediately uninstalled my Instagram. And then I was like, fuck, like, I need it for podcast podcast. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so <laughs> I'll get rid of my personal one because it's catered to my every need and desire, and I don't want that anymore um i'll keep the podcast ones but
1: there's a i don't know if you've seen this talk it might even be in that fucking uh documentary but there's a facebook executive uh indian gentleman i forget his name but he sits down and basically talks about for like 30 minutes about how exactly that topic about how it hacks your brain and it's literally designed to yeah your he's yada, yada, yada.
0: he's not he's not it, in it in uh he's not in it as like uh one of the interviewees but they play that interview
1: okay but uh, well, what he says is like I refuse to let my children use it because I know what it's for. And like, when the person who designs the thing is like, my kids aren't allowed to use it. You know, it's not a good thing straight yeah. off the hop. You know what I'm saying? Like that's extremely telling, like extremely telling when the guys who design stuff don't use it themselves. Whatsoever. Oh, that was,
0: that's in that documentary. That's one of the parts of it where they ask all the people that they interviewed, they're like, do you let your kids do this stuff? And they're like, no, no, like I'm not going to let my kid have a smartphone until they're 16 or something like that. And I'm like, whoa, like,
1: well, we do, you know, it's it's it's. It's weird, like generation to generation. It's like you have these families who are like, no, your kids aren't going to use it. And then you have other people who are like, your kids have cell phones in their hands using everything they want from age six months when they can start grabbing it. You know what I mean? Um, and I wonder, like, yeah, what are they going to be like when they grow up? Right. And I mean, shit, like I use I use devices constantly. I'm not I'm not saying I'm a, a saint or oh, sure. a, I abstain or anything like that. But I'm just curious from a developmental perspective, like from six months to like or to a year or whatever constantly just having a tablet or whatever in front of your face like what's yeah. it do long term
0: you get used to it too right like you grow up like you're sort of a product of the world you grow up in right if
1: you absolutely
0: see nothing it's like if you see nothing but screens your whole life and um, you know once you get older you're like glued to that shit it's like not it's like not healthy like i don't like no. being one of those people who thinks that it's bad right like i don't think I don't think they're bad, I just think we use these things the wrong way, right? Like and that's I sense the irony, of course, that like we would be broadcasting people through their phones and shit. Like we promote on social media and at the end of the show I'm gonna be like follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like you know. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Please let us steal some of the attention that other entities and corporate people are trying to buy for all the time. Like please listen to our show instead of scrolling Instagram for an hour knowing full well that we're like competing with no, no 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 here's them. the here's where
1: you're wrong we what? know they're scrolling instagram for an hour because they're addicted so since you're scrolling from that stuff put some put something in your ears while your eyes are already <laughs> fucking drawn up so you we're need to
0: sell out <laughs>
1: yeah you need we're happy us. that
0: you're all addicted to your phones but while you're mindlessly you scrolling that, reddit while you're mindlessly scrolling through twitter why not listen to fucking a and why right, not tell i got something for you too
1: yeah i got a question got? for you okay So, I guess in Washington State now, it's legal to compost humans upon death, okay?
0: No, I'm for this.
1: you for this? Because I am kind of too, actually. So, uh, I guess it's called natural organic reduction, like NOR for short, N-O-R. Um, and it uses less energy than cremation, just just base energy. I think that's just some fucking hippie argument. It's obviously better for you. It's You're composting. It's way more natural. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But basically what you do is they put them into a vessel with about 200 gallons of wood chips. And then they add like bacteria, different protozoas, you know, fungi, stuff like that to speed up this process. Ooh, Pump sharp. oxygen in and then, and then heat regulate it. And then it literally just compost, dog. And then when they're finished, they've got, I guess, like four 55-gallon drums that the families either like you can completely take it if you guys want, or you can donate it to the tree farm. that right there called the Herlin forest. Uh, right. like it's just one of the examples. So I, I mean, it, it makes sense to me if, if we're having an issue of, you know, ground space and like just burying people in mm-hmm. plots. So we've started cremation. I mean, organic composting. If, if people want to do that, I, I think that's a, honestly, it's weird, but it's a great idea. Like I think
0: I actually, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, podcast, man. But uh, I was listening to an episode of the show where they were talking about that. Where oh, really? They were talking about, uh, uh, I can't remember what it was, but they like went with a family to, um, to their funeral for somebody who had chosen to do that. Where they were like, I want to be buried, you know, just literally in the ground, like, as I am. No coffin, like, no gravestone or anything. Like, literally just, like, let me return to the earth. And it's like I heard that and I was like, that sounds like something that's much better to me. Like I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind it being like literally just like wrap me up and like bury me in the forest. Like yeah. <laughs> I well, don't this know. is
1: more like this is instead of just like sticking to your ground, this is like they put you in like a vat vessel thing and quite right. literally compost you and like then put you back into the earth. So it's a little different.
0: That's that's a much more like humane. Kind of I, I think it makes more
1: sense it's weird it's and it's of course it's a washington state thing first of course right like it makes because they
0: got the psychedelics going out there yeah like, the
1: west coast motherfuckers i got an idea there, you know what I, mean? I got an idea what if we composted people <laughs> look at that I, I got my geography right i got the right washington go me yeah. go me yeah. that's yeah, map that helps, is definitely
0: bro. not something composting human beings is not something i think they do in washington dc
1: <laughs> no i don't think so either there's well there's enough bodies you think they'd try something
0: yeah yeah <laughs> there's a lot of old people in government who haven't fallen over yet so well
1: that too that too
0: right right no i'm down with that i i I wouldn't mind to be i have a question for you follow up
1: all right what's up if
0: you could be if you could be buried or laid to rest let's go listen you could be laid to rest anyway that that there was no like social norms or like logistics of of bureaucracy or anything like if like you once your body was cold you're like i want you to do this with me anything what would it be like no whole no whole bar just go falls to the wall
1: my immediate reaction would be some sort of like trebuchet into like some (laughs) sort of like wall or like
0: (laughs) i couldn't possibly give an answer better than that
1: splat just, I don't know. Maybe like a giant like target sign, and like they can like raffle off and sell tickets, and the winner gets to like pull the trigger and try to well, aim and hit you it. To see
0: if they can fling you over Niagara Falls.
1: Yeah, or like something like that, and like catch me in a net, or maybe splat on a wall. I don't know, something like that.
0: I gotta get there's there's NBC's next hit game show. Yeah. Okay.
1: and then whatever I die from, sell tickets and like give to that. So hopefully I don't get murdered or something. So they have to send it like murder victim shit. Right. You know, maybe they can do like some I don't know some sort of like rare cancer when I'm like ninety five. That's, that's my hope dy- for that.
0: that's my dystopian future game show, which is, you know, coming this fall to NBC. Like corpse tossed. It's like if they can, if your body can, if your body can clear the gap, they'd like fling you across the Grand Canyon. They're like, if his body. Clears the gap, his family will be awarded ten thousand dollars.
1: Three <laughs> bites of bread. Yeah, <laughs> three yes, <And> <laughs> bites of
0: ration bread.
1: And a morsel of family. space nectar.
0: That's right. <laughs> Some solid green. Mm,
1: mm, I don't know. I just uh, I I don't want to take up space after I'm gone. That's my thing. Yeah. Like you know, being cremated or whatever in your own family like that's cool because your family can hang on to it and do what they want. Like, I don't know, put me under like a willow tree. You know that kind of shit. Like bury me out. That'd be cool. I like trees, so I'd be all right with the whole organic compost thing. But I don't know how like much that's gonna catch on. But I don't think I want to be like just buried in a casket. Just I don't think I want to take up space. I don't know, man. I feel like there's just too many humans. I don't. Yeah, no. I don't want that either.
0: Like I'm. I'm. That's why I like this idea. Because I'm like I would rather be buried in a sense where it's like in time. Actually, my girlfriend and I were talking about this a little while ago. I was like, she was like, why would you want to do that? And I'm like. She's like, when she like, you'd like rot in the ground there. I'm like, well, you rot in the ground anyway. But I'm like, you, you know, this way. I'm like, if bugs eat me, I'm like, I'm like energy for them, and then they go off in the circle of fucking life. And,
1: and, and so, when the homeless guy in the alley eats him, like I, I, <laughs> I give all the life right. force,
0: right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> if you eat a homeless guy, then you get his energy, and the circle of life continues. <laughs> <getting in laughs> ah. Okay. So I have a story for you. That's sort of. In our neck of the woods. So okay. this comes from the researchers at the University of Queensland's Institute for Molecular Bioscience. I got that okay. in one take, not a boy. So they completed a study regarding a new weapon in the fight against bacteria resistant diseases. Weed. But not actually weed. Okay. So basically C B D, which everybody's now using, like all the you know, twenty-eight-year-olds who work in a cubicle are like helping a CBD fend to like, you know, get to the day, man. But C B D apparently now also has the qualities that they think are needed to create a new class of antibacterial drugs that fight bacteria-resistant diseases. So things like gonorrhea, MRSA, meningitis, Legionnaires disease, diabetic ulcers, all sorts of shit, apparently. They think that they can use CBD-based compounds to treat all this stuff. So, medical breakthrough we've all been waiting for.
1: So here's my thing with, like, the whole, like, weed is medicine thing. I've always been like, let's sit back and just allow them to actually do research on stuff and find out what it can actually do. I've always been in the camp of that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and claim a bunch of shit that I don't fucking know. But – What's interesting to me is that that's probably one of the biggest problems on our horizon is going to be these super bacteria resistant bugs um, because we're, we're so overpowered with, um, you know, antibiotics in, in the foods we eat from the cows, uh, from the beef, you know, they're getting all pumped with it just from our, our daily overuse and over prescription of drugs and stuff like that. So they're getting these super bugs. So we need some sort of way to fight it. So for it to be CBD would actually be one, it'd be amazing. I mean, obviously that's a, that's a great thing for two. How ironic would that be? Right. The, the, from the plant that is so demonized for so long for really well, no particular that's reason that's the
0: interesting thing to it for me is like we were just joking about washington state and all that right and they're like whole psychedelic thing and it's like even that it's the same stuff all these things that were outlawed like that for so long now they're like oh shit we should have been able to study it and you know figure out if there's actually benefits like, psychedelics are being used now because they're like we've got all these war vets and all this shit and people suffering from mental conditions they're like oh if you give them you know a little bit of mdma or something like that like like medically controlled and in a therapeutic environment like you can help because we figured that out like you're right the prohibition like stopped what could have been decades of
1: research done fuckers be like telekinetic by this point <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> like maybe so far advanced right now so, i mean
0: they like got into it in the 70s and then they're like freaked out because it did a bunch of wacky shit to people and then they were like
1: oh you know it's like
0: People were fucking around with acid in, like, the late 60s and stuff all the time. They're like, it's been 60 years. Like, we don't we're know anything the, about this.
1: The CIA was picking people up and dosing them with LSD. Like, that's, like, released in, like, like unclassified documents from the actual CIA So why did they themselves?
0: abandon like, it? Why did they give up? Is it because, like, I, people started making, like, know. cool art with it? And they're like, well, we can't have that. Like...
1: Yeah, for real. No, I think, well, I know most drugs were outlawed, honestly. uh, Like, I know why marijuana was outlawed up here. It's simply due to racism because uh, it was painted that immigrants were using drugs and they just wanted a way to be able to arrest uh, uh, immigrants. So Harry Ansling was the guy that brought those laws around and then it ended up kind of just sticking that, you know, the whole conservative ideology that drugs are bad, therefore, like, they should all be illegal straight across the board without any actual, like, and prohibition in general. That shit took off and... And blew up, right? So Harry Anslinger is the godfather for the reasoning as for why most like low-level drugs are considered a criminal offense. So uh, uh, go Canada for finally history class with Matt today.
0: today. Boop, so boop. you never know what you're gonna get when you tune into this podcast. You know, we bring the dumb shit and we have some laughs, but every now and then, yo,
1: sometimes, sometimes you Matt. get yourself sometimes you get yourself in trouble with just like basic drug knowledge stuff. If you do a little bit of, you research know, a your lot,
0: own... you actually know some decent shit. You're well, the other your map reader and your drug knowledge expert
1: yo to be to be transparent i use my university degree as an option to just like learn about a bunch of different shit because i took the art strain of kinesiology right so like i got to take that drugs and behavior course so i took a whole fucking course on that shit and like it yeah. counted as a psych course right so it counted right. as a i think it's a like a social science credit or whatever. But anyway, point right. being is that like, I got to take a bunch of different shit. And I remember there was a day I've told you this story, but there was a day I was in a lecture hall. And it's one of the biggest ones at Western the, the hall is fucking huge. It's like, it fits like, I don't know, 250 people. It's in social science. One of the the big, big ones, one of the big right. auditorium yeah. ones. Yeah. Anyway. And I'm in there, right? High is a kite, obviously. <laughs> And uh, the teacher asked the class, does anyone in here know what spice is? And like, I think a bunch of people are going to put their hand up. I put my hand up slowly. And what spice is, is. It's like a synthetic marijuana that came out in like all the head shops and stuff. But you just you don't smoke that shit. That's bad for you. Like stay away from that stuff. Well, anyway, I put my hand up, right? And I look around in this giant fucking auditorium, and I'm the only dude in the entire place that put his hand up. So my prof has a little laser pointer. He points at me. He's like, This guy. (laughs) I started like (laughs) like laughing my ass off. And he's like, What is it? So I answered. I'm like, it's synthetic marijuana that a bunch of kids have been having seizures and stuff from. Anyway, long story short, we we go off about it, but after the fucking class, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes.
0: Way to go. Way to go. Yeah. The one class you nailed. I remember you taking that shit and reading me about it all the time.
1: I still have that book. It's good stuff,
2: man. That's good useful. Course.
0: That's a useful book. That's useful. I still got some school books up here like I ever cracked them open. You know. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just casually looking at it. one of my college textbooks just for a moment here. You this know. is...
1: This is why I argue for education on drugs, because uh, I think the whole bullshit they spin with like dare when your kids is like, yeah, it's a good idea to like make kids not want to do drugs. 100 percent. I agree with that. Right. But like as you become an adult, like not learning anything about it not knowing what it is and being ignorant isn't going to help you not do it if anything you should learn about what it actually is because for me like it disinterested me from all stimulants i'm like i don't want any of these effects like i'm cool man i prefer yeah. these drugs right. <laughs> <laughs> so like i'm gonna do these ones you read the handbook you know and you're like
0: i like this this and this and yeah and i was like
1: and i don't like this and this, don't and like this. this and yeah, this. And i don't smoke many. crack i don't do coke i don't fucking fuck with opiates and shit i'm good to go Well, you so. fooled me
0: you know, <sighs> I don't know how I don't know what the quality knowledge, of the show would be. if knowledge. my co host was sitting around smoking crack half the time, it'd be very, it'd be very different,
1: probably better. Honestly, dude, there, should be a pod- no. Yo, dude, there should be a podcast where it's just a guy and his co host is a crackhead and <laughs> trying to do the show together would yeah, be I mean, hysterical. It's so though. hard to
0: wrangle
1: the guy in, like impossible. It sounds like an adult, sw- it sounds like an adult swim skit, like. <laughs> <laughs> like they try to do like a four-minute episode on it it's
0: like something <laughs> off of the eric andre show or something like that like absolutely i don't know, I, don't know. I mean i appreciate that you don't smoke crack to come on the show
1: but oh i don't know man i think it'd make for a good episode
0: it'd be interesting well we'll keep it in the bag we'll keep it in the back pocket stay tuned folks we may yet have an episode where matt smokes
1: crack new segment idea smokes crack. matt smokes crack, <laughs>
0: matt smokes crack.
1: Wow. Matt, Matt, are you there? You haven't talked in four minutes. Are you okay?
0: <laughs> okay. Now, I'm going to put this to you. I'm going to put this to you here. So I was I was kind of fucking around on the internet a little bit today, and I had an idea to look for things to talk about for this show. Okay. So I went somewhere, um, and I found a few things, and uh, I'm curious. They're ridiculous. So this is a bit of a wild card. So we can either do more stories or we can try this.
1: Okay, I wasn't okay. ready for this at all, so I want to try this. Let's go. What's what do you got? What do you what you got sitting there?
0: I decided to try something. This is sort of a classic, the classic gag, I guess, for a podcast, which is I decided to visit the Craigslist pages. Okay. Oh Jesus! People still, still, still use these things. But I also found a few other things. Okay, so I found like an advice page, and I'm going to start with that one first, and then I'll get into some of the. So this is from an advice page that I was frequenting because this this gentleman had a question. Okay, and he needs a little guidance. And and as we always say on the show, that's what we're here for. Right? We're here to guide people through their trials and tribulations with uh, Dr. Stan Dan and Dr. Pat as well. Here to help. That's doc-
1: so- that's Doctor Carter to Swish LA. Right. <laughs> for the record, I signed all my everything I order from if it asks Mr. Mrs. I put doctor.
0: Okay, of course. <laughs> Getting the mail was always a good time around there. So continue. Right. Let's help this gentleman with his problem. The title of the post is this Is it gay to cuddle with another dude? Now hold on.
1: Let me yes.
0: Let me, <laughs> let me read you his blurb. Okay. A few months ago, I told my friend I'm in love with him. Strange thing is, we became best friends after that. We share everything, and the other night, we even cuddled. Is this weird?
1: That's great...
0: now you should see the ant the replies to it, which were okay. essentially all, "Dude, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> you need to know that you're, a, you're a gay man."
1: <laughs> how are you not aware that you're gay when you're like, "I love you" to another man and then cuddling with him? And then There's nothing it. wrong with being gay, but how do you? What are the mental gymnastics required to the replies not realize that? To you're
0: this gay. post were just that, basically all people being like, "Dude, like." you're gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, to, like no, like this is this is it. This is you you've uncovered the truth. You're here. You've arrived.
1: S- suck his dick, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> He'll love you. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for that guy, man feel bad for that guy dude i I understand yeah i understand the whole like struggle of like coming coming out and like embracing that whole thing to your especially to your family and mike you
0: understand you mean you have no fucking clue whatsoever (laughs) absolutely exactly (laughs) thank you for clarifying that for
1: me yeah i had to. like but when it comes to like hello everybody here are you know factors for me proving that i am gay i'm just wondering am I gay? Like, do you, why do you even have to ask the question? How are you not able to put to like, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I'm gay. Which okay. Is well, like-
0: the username, the username had a, a year in it. The username was 1995. Right. So this person is 26. Okay. So you're like, okay. it's like that. Yeah, you bet. I think you got to figure this, but probably a person who's had like other moments where they've been like, oh? but they've never really, mm. It's mm-hmm. like, I think he, he, this is the one.
2: Like, I don't know, dude. Is, you're telling there. another
1: and telling another man that you love him and then cuddling with him after and then asking if that's normal is a pretty big indicator that, you know, you might swing. You might swing the other way.
0: I want to read you a missed connection because these are always Oh, these
1: people are so fucking weird. Oh, my God. And I'm reading these are from Toronto. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm playing to the local, right? I stopped you on the train. I watched you the whole way Pretty home. Much. I love the way you sat there and you looked at me once in disgust. And I just wanted to know, would you like to go out with me sometime?
0: So it's called Man at Curbside Indigo. Now, you know, we're, we're both pe- Southern Ontario gentlemen. So we're from that neck of the woods. So if anybody maybe listening, this sounds like you or someone you know, feel free to uh, reach out. Email the podcast and uh, and uh, let us let us know your side of the story. So this is called Man the Truth. Man at curbside Indigo for Bay and Bloor. Okay, it says we oh, got there at the story. same time for curbside pickup. <sighs> same time. Cars. I was in for some pussy right. pickup, but you yeah. wasn't looking. That's right. So I thought I felt a palpable energy flowing between us, but I could be wrong. Okay. From my peripheral vision, I could see that you kept glancing over my way while I played around on my phone to stop myself from staring at you. <laughs> when the I cashier came out with our packages, he called my name before yours. He had trouble pronouncing my name, but I still remember yours. It's Eduardo. Elise. Funny how we both reached for the packages at the same time, then also promptly apologized to each other for reaching. What are the chances a fellow reader like you is searching for a woman like... Let me call up. Let me bring, 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 bring. Disney Studios, do I have a romance story for you? It's called Love at the Curbside Indigo. Okay. Two strangers who arrive to pick up their package at the same time.
1: Completely so. misdiagnose the situation and take it a completely <laughs> different direction hey, she totally wants to fuck. Ew, that guy keeps looking at me. Hey, my name's Mark. Ew, get the fuck away from me. No, this is the woman who posted. This is oh, the yeah. girl. Yeah. Oh, I have it backwards. It's the woman looking after the man.
0: Do you think this, does this sound a little bit like maybe somebody who, like, picked up a book at during quarantine and doesn't have a boyfriend and was just like, this guy looked at me. Oh, my God, I'm so lonely. Like, please, <laughs> awesome. for the love of God, pick me you up. Know what
1: the, you know what the issue with those things is? Is that Nobody looks up the missed fucking connections. I don't think. I don't no. think anybody does that at all.
0: in the Toronto area, there's like nine posts on Craigslist here a day, and you're like, how many people are coming through? You know. Now, I have another one for you, Young and Bloor Subway, January nineteenth, okay. noonish in Toronto. Okay. So Could have been know, me. Downtown. You might have been. You might have been in the area here. So said so you had your hair in a sort of bun slash French twist with a neat little ornamental copper clip holding it there. I found you very stylish. Our mm-hmm. eyes met for a minute when you looked back at me on the escalator, your face hidden by a mask. I wanted to know more, but I think we both had places to run to. I think she had places to run to, which was looking over her shoulder at the creepy fucking guy who's staring at you. The and guy then, her
1: who's videotaping <laughs> her.
0: And then <laughs> running for her life is where she had to get to.
1: I ride the subway every day, okay. Uh, it's impossible to not look at people that are around you and doesn't True. matter age <clears throat> fucking anything. You're a normal, regular person. It doesn't matter. Like I'm going to end up looking at you. People create these own little stories in their own head, dog. I swear. It's just like some people do it to make the time pass. Yeah, we've some all people there. just like, we've innately all, we you know, we
0: sit on the subway, we see somebody beautiful, you know, we decide to get off at their stop. We follow them up the escalator. We go home. We write about it on Craigslist. you know,
1: it's, we add to our voodoo collection, you know? Yeah,
0: that's exactly it. We, we hope you know, our
1: shoestring gets stuck in the escalator and we can heroically hit the stop button.
0: We uh, No, you know, we we print our picture and pin it to the wall with all the others, basically, right? That's, mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's a classic
0: day out on the subway system. You know? Do you use the so, red
1: strings to connect them like I do? Right,
0: yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. you got to keep track, right? Obviously.
1: Not. I don't know who's still alive. You're not
0: new to this. You're not new to this. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to start. I'm going to read you one here, and I want you to tell me if you think this one is sexual, okay? Because I okay. wasn't sure. So okay. I'm looking looking for a writing partner. I'm looking for a writing partner, one who finds words to be a tremendous turn on in a sapiosexual sort of
1: way. Oh God, yes, dude, that's the sapiosexual is people but that are attracted to intelligence. We'll never meet. So be liberal
0: and honest with your words, but focus them on the two of us only. Any scenario really, any location, any time. The goal is to continually add to the story you receive from the other side, 500 words or less. You must initiate via a reply to this posting and I'll do my part within reasonable writing parameters to add to what you send me. Be dark, be happy, be
1: involved. Tag, you're it. Oh, dude! This is where the podcast needs to go. We need to start responding to these. Fuck oh, with people! Oh my god! we are like, oh, we got another one on the hook, buddy. I have an assignment for you. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So this is
0: what? This is a person who is into erotic writing.
1: Yeah, they want to have they want to have a, a little a pen pal, but that's uh, that's it. They just want a wild side.
0: Yeah, man. Want to do it, some but... dirty writing back and
1: forth. Yeah, that's and they never want to meet, so they can keep it. They, they can keep it open and honest, so they can write just
0: the nastiest shit imaginable, and not have to actually see this person face to face.
1: Basically, but judged. in a highbrow way, you know what I mean. They're they're okay. high class. Yeah. Now I have, couple, right? I have a couple They're on Craigslist. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's your side. Now
0: I have a couple that are maybe less ambiguous on the sexual front. The first one, and apparently, I guess, and you know what, look, I'm I don't use Craigslist and I don't go there very often. Maybe I'll maybe in time I'll be well versed in in, you know, the way things work. So I'm noticing that this is a common theme, but I'll read you one of these that, that is worded this way. It says, handyman with tools in Uptown. I'm a man looking for a handyman, preferably African American, to help me with some hardwood floors I have. And I need to be taken care of. I prefer young with good tools to do the job.
1: Sex. This is obviously your first time. You never bought drugs it's off Craigslist, It's It's
0: always... I found out pretty quickly that that polishing hardwood and polishing wood and all <laughs> sorts of carpentry <laughs> is all the hookups, right?
1: <laughs> absolutely, dude. Uh, absolutely. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, when you buy... I've I've gotten some marijuana off there before and uh they'll just like they would just put four twenty in the in the name or like (laughs) in the descript or anything. Be like I have four twenty. (laughs) Like message me, (laughs) like just shit like that.
0: Uh, We've talked about this before, right? Where it's like in the future the stories we'll have about buying weed before it was legal will like amaze people.
1: Now I like click a button on the internet and put my credit card in and it's legal. This is amazing
0: so is like places where they'll just walk to your door and be like here's your weed and you're like,
1: thanks yeah dude wow. i'm getting ads on youtube now for like buy your weed online from my store like boom i'm like oh, uh, fuck okay sure, why not yo the, the yo here's the thing heads up canadian people uh the edibles you get from the government only 10 milligrams max that's all they're legally allowed to sell but some of those websites they uh do a little more if you know what i'm saying That's so you can you can get uh, better eddies from some of the from the websites.
0: Better eddies is is that should be a company name. Want to start a company? We'll call it Better Better Eddies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Edit that out. That's too good, bro. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna
0: see it in like a week, like somewhere. Like fuck. Knew we should have it. All right. Well, this one, this this next one is maybe more overtly direct to the point.
1: I am looking for sex. It, like, some shit like that. Like, new flashlight. Craigslist are oh my god. People are watching. New wild. flashlight. People are watching. Bought
0: a new flashlight. And I am trying it this weekend. I mean, come on, man. You go to the hardware store,
1: you know. Buy a new flashlight. Buy a new flashlight. You know. African American employee at the store.
0: <laughs> right. Who's R- skilled, <laughs> skilled in carpentry? Skilled in carpentry. If anyone else has bought a flashlight recently and wants to talk, let me know. Oh, wait, wait. One last thing. A equals E.
1: A equals E?
0: He bought a new flashlight.
1: Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I see. I see. But yeah. a, uh, a product. If you will.
0: Anybody else wants to talk, let Give me, me a know. Shout. With your what
1: want? flashlight. What he want? Another dude with a flashlight to call him? Dude, this is got kind of kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, that sounds like a good time, doesn't it?
1: Doc, uh, there's like a whole, I mean, you know, like people do what you want. That's awesome. I'm all for that. Do whatever you want. But it it is hilarious to take a look sometimes and be like, what in the fuck's going on in the world, man? <laughs>
0: We're all good, oh. man. We're all good. We're all good. Flashlights for all. Fucking A. Flashlights, flashlights for everybody. For all.
1: Yeah, everybody gets flashlights.
0: <laughs> okay, I gotta tell you, I saved you the best one for last.
1: Oh hit me.
2: Okay.
0: That's a little bit weirdly timed. Okay, because this was posted a couple days ago. Um, this is somebody in the Toronto area. So if you it are you know there's a lot of there's a lot of creative folks in the city there. So you know, if you're if you're somebody who's a filmmaker, this might be for you. Okay, so the title is Who Wants to Make a Christmas Movie? Which again, <laughs> timing. Okay. I mean, he's getting a jump on next season, clearly. Like, you know, when you're making a big production, it's a lot of planning, you know. He'll be ready, he'll be ready for next Christmas. So let me read you this, this gem. Who Wants to Make a Christmas Movie? I have a movie called I Shot Santa Claus, where a guy's <laughs> getting ready for Christmas for his kids, and he hears a noise by the chimney, and a guy come down the chimney. And he shoots him. He sees it's Santa Claus and says, oh, shit, I shot Santa Claus. And he says, why don't I try on the outfit? And then he says, I should go on the roof and see what's up there. And he gets on the sled and he says, on Dancer, on Prancer, and on delivers the presents around the world. It's not written very well, by the way. And when he gets back, the elves put a gun to his head and says, where's Santa? And start saying, they'll kill the man. And they go over the Santa and cry, trying to bring Jim back. Who's Jim? Jim? Yeah, for real. Where's Santa? And he gets up and shows a bulletproof vest and says, "Don't worry, I'm ready in case this happens." <laughs> and he says, "Next year, just have some cookies." And Santa goes up on the roof and they fly away saying reindeer names. The guy's kids comes down and says, "Dad, what was that?" He sees a present. Santa left. He opens it and a bright light flashes on his face and he says, "Wow!" And you hear Santa say. Merry Christmas. Anybody wants to make this movie, let me
1: know. If, yo, Doug, like, first of all, I don't know if I ever want to work with a director where he's describing his movie and all the lines one after another say, and he said, and he said, and I mean, he said, <laughs> Is yo, this, like, <sighs>
0: how, I, I, I can't don't say make what I want up, to actually say. <laughs> don't make me call up Disney again. I can't call them twice with two big ideas. They'll think I'm fucking around. You know yeah,
1: this is this is like something some of the kids at the the high school lunch table that not a lot of people talk to would come up with does it
0: sound like a movie you want to be does this sound like a production you want to be a part of I mean uh I mean it's a short it's clearly a short film it's an if, art house piece this if I get says. to be
1: one of the elves I'd always like to be on film with a gun in snuff style you, you want like to up yeah I want to a, be an elf
0: an elf of the god
1: <laughs> rescues santa. santa apparently well santa's already dead i guess you, you no know. he said a bulletproof ass you weren't even following the plot
2: <laughs>
1: god damn it
0: you know there are people out there putting their heart and soul into their writing into their creative process and here you oh, are so bad here you are ridiculing so bad <laughs> Uh, uh, if anybody wants to know please run to your local Craigslist there in the Toronto area and, is this um, is
1: this what people that make movies have to deal with like people like yes. this approaching with scripts of
0: course people in California all the time are like leaving Starbucks and probably like dodging people They're like I have an idea for a Christmas movie okay it's about Santa Santa gets shot but he's like not dead okay like because a yeah,
1: guy, yeah. instead of questioning why someone is coming down his chimney on Christmas to be like, wait, what the fuck? And investigating, he just immediately fires and then doesn't realize that he didn't kill the person and then takes his clothes that and somehow flies his, his magic sled.
0: fucking right. That would actually happen if Santa Claus suddenly became real. We'd be reading a news story on. This he was
1: murdered in America. Yeah, he was it's shot in just... <laughs> shot in Jacksonville, Florida, or something like that. Like 100. That's what happened with that. Do you remember that robot that just like tried to hitchhike across the world? Okay, it a... like something like beat <laughs> it to death. In Phil- it got all the way to Philadelphia and then got destroyed. <laughs> it was like a it was like a social experiment, and then it was like made it across Europe and got murdered in America. People were like, "Fuck it up!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, why,
0: that's why they're going to wipe us all out maybe that robot was like a martyr and they'll, every robot will remember until the end of time um, alright well you know we're, we're both a couple of idiots who are, I think sufficiently filled and wasted people's time for one day or episode or how many ever times it takes you to get through one of these things um, we, uh, we thank you for listening this is episode 18 of the fucking A podcast uh, my name is Dan and I thank you his name is Matt and he thanks you I'll speak you.
2: for you. I'll speak for you. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Fine. That's right. That's right. Go
0: for it. Be relieved of your duties. Uh, email the podcast if you have questions, comments, concerns, hate mail, advice, anything you have. It's fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, come along with us and waste your time on Twitter and Instagram at fucking podcast. And, uh, you know, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell them to come on by. I mean, who wouldn't recommend this show filled with laughter, wisdom, and inappropriate comments that don't make it to the final edit you know so
1: you're just sitting there strolling through your phone anyway constantly yeah. scrolling going by yeah. you need something for your eardrums pop us in yeah. give us a listen
0: you know fuck uh fuck, you know getting over your cell phone addiction just just, just take the plunge
1: just Embrace go all it. the way in nest it just
0: yeah poof, are you away. using your phone like three hours a day make it seven Man, honestly. screen
1: time go check your screen time if you're on ios if it's not 16 plus i don't want to hear it yeah get back to it
0: yeah yeah basically and while you're doing it make sure you make time for fucking a because we'll always be here for you to help you through the day on that i'm note, actually never going to be here for any of you people i'm, I'm only <laughs> up for me and now you know folks i'm the more likable of the two thank you for listening we'll catch you next time peace out, out see you later say bye man Stay Peace bye. in
1: the Middle East. Peace in the Middle East.
0: You'll be the one to do it.
1: And Damon Waynes. Of
0: course, and Damon. And But <laughs> you can take a lesson and that, sit back, shut the trap while professionals wrap. Ain't nobody spitting tights or crowds or getting hyper. I've been ripping cyphers since y'all was shitting diapers. You little tight bikers
1: with training wheels on them. Y'all dog paddling, we Navy SEALs frogmen.
0: The desk, but most of y'all dummies are content with Fs You little toddlers, sheep block followers Deep cock swallowers, we pop thermometers E-drops, the melancholic heat rocks Ominous beat chops, the butcher from the melodic meat shop Where you can buy sound by the pound If you're clowning clown in the and sit the fuck down
1: Oh boy, this ain't amateur night So keep your hands off the mic if you can handle it right Y'all remain in the box while we step out of it The crowd of it, we do too We proud of it, we don't
0: have we come hard every time Every beat, every song Every four every line It's so hard to define I don't know why y'all try It can't be that I'm out of mind Of a small pride But you can take a lesson in that Sit back, shut your trap While professionals rap You
1: little on. fuck rappers will lose Get cut, battered, and bruised Blood splatters and oozes I love battling fools For a decade I've been doing this Been murdering the booth Y'all were nesting in the uterus Covered in mad goo You mumbling babble but nothing but cover songs always playing it safe like fucking with rubbers on we're raw dog ball rock. punches are coming strong mike feeding i'm feeding lunch of these hungry palms you butt style copiers of what's now popular couldn't see us if your fingers clutched on binoculars zoom in from the audience see how the pros do it fall in love with the raps that you want to propose to it i'm bending knee wedding ring death through a part. put an x through you mark so get left in the dark we're calling out names like you ordered at Starbucks You know the drill, the slogan still Go get your bars up Y'all remain in the box while we step out of it The crowd love it, we do too
0: We proud of it, we don't have fast ass Nothing, we come hard every time Every beat, every song, every
1: bar, every line It's so hard to define, I don't know why y'all try It can't be, got them out of mind Come on. I've lived many years, spent a lot of them doing this Tried to keep it funky on some guano manure shit Never tried to copy because I'm not a computer chip Did my own thing like entrepreneurship So many rappers make me want to vomit, it's ludicrous We keep it raw like sushi ball lobster and tuna fish A lot of producers' motto is follow the music biz But we redefine it with music autonomous cats can't follow this trash can novices fat chance of topping this the like poppy that's grown in afghan provinces fuck all your whack plans and promises i'ma just supplement the beat like creatine eat chopping up like a guillotine wax herbal tea and dfd team not to underestimate can't just talk it man you gotta demonstrate y'all remain in the box while we step out of it the crowd of it we do too we proud of it we don't have fast nothing we come hard every
0: Define. I don't know why y'all try,
1: it can't be bad, the bottom.